If you're looking for success, it's in the details. Small hinges move big doors. And now your host, Karen Allen. Hey friend, welcome back to another episode of In the Details. I'm your host, Karen Allen. And I realize that I have some pretty healthy boundaries that I create in my life so that I don't feel overworked or overwhelmed or like completely stressed uh, too often. I'm not saying I don't feel those things. I'm just saying that I have recognized and I've done the work to create just healthy, you know, structures, if you will, in my life habits also that will support my energy level because let me tell you something, being a single parent, uh, it is no joke. Like I did not even understand the concept of what it could look like, what your life would look like as a single parent and all of the different ways that your energy is depleted, not just through action, but through planning and through thinking and through sudden changes in the day and, and trying to keep everything afloat and all of that. I had zero perspective of this before I became one. And then being thrown into the ocean, I was like, oh, this is all that's out here. It's overwhelming, y'all. It is. So this is years of practice, right? I am not coming, having it all figured out and having all the answers, but I've been a single parent for nine years now. And through this, I really feel like I've established some healthy habits that could help anybody, whether you're a single parent or not, because the focus isn't necessarily, you know, even if you have kids or not, the focus is how do I maintain my stress levels so that I don't get to the point of overwhelm. I will start off also by saying stress is normal. Okay. Stress is completely normal. I do not have the answer on how you can completely eliminate stress from your life. I really think that the key is just learning how to manage it so it doesn't overtake your life. And so it doesn't, you know, keep you from, from living fully. So being stressed, as we know, definitely has a lot of negative side effects, long-term and short-term impacts on, you know, our physical well-being, our mental well-being, all of it, which is why this is like so important that you learn how to relax. How do you release stress? And then ultimately, how do you recenter yourself so you can respond to life in a productive and thoughtful way? demanding jobs, family life, social calendars, you know, all of that, it's its a lot, right? The never-ending news cycle, all of it, it can just bring big energy that can make us feel out of control, which feels uncomfortable for literally all humans. So while we usually can't change too much about any of these external factors that cause stress, that is why I'm saying like this tool, this is this is for you. This is for you. This is how you manage it because the only area that you really can control is like what's going on inside. So let's talk about how to de-stress. Keep in mind that learning how to de-stress and like picking up healthy habits, this isn't just a self-care tip, right? It's absolutely for your sanity and also for your growth, (laughs) Like if you can figure out how to remedy stress, it's like sprinkling miracle grow on your personal development garden, okay? It helps you evolve into a strong-minded human who can feel tension, who can experience overwhelm, who may be, you know, in the midst of pressure, but you can still find your way out. So we are not talking about eliminating stress. We're talking about how can we experience it and still thrive. So 
three quick habits. Um, first thing, and these are all things that work for me. I will never teach anything that I don't actually use or I haven't seen benefits from. So I'm saying that ahead of this because I know as soon as you hear me say this, you're like, oh my gosh, another person who's telling me to drum roll meditate. I know, I know. I probably lost half of you at this point, but listen, 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 listen. Meditation is not just like woo-woo good. It is like scientifically proven to be amazing for your, your brain and for your body. Good news, anyone can practice meditation. Bad news, maybe to you, is that like you don't really know if you're doing it right. <laughs> so I think that one of the things I want to do is point out that meditation, there is no quote-unquote right way to do it. Many of us think that if I meditate, it means that I shouldn't be thinking when really it's about noticing your thoughts and and learning how to disconnect from them in a way that you can more consciously select which thought you want to lean into. So this is taught several ways, but I will tell you that after years of trying to figure this out and thinking that I was doing it wrong, which is bad news, right? Then it discourages you and you don't want to practice it anymore. But I found this amazing, amazing course on Calm by Jeff Warren, and it's called How to Meditate 30 Days. It is so good. That should be a starting point, right? But the reason why this is helpful in the whole de-stress and why this is probably my number one technique is, is because it's easily accessible. It doesn't cost any money, doesn't require any special equipment. It is just you in the moment, and it can bring instant relief. Not only that, it's a proactive mental exercise. I will get to that in in just a second. But when it comes to meditation, it will feel good. It is easily accessible, but it creates very specific impact on your brain. Number one, it helps to stop the release of cortisol, which is an unhealthy chemical for your brain. It's actually, it weakens your immune system, has a ton of negative side effects. And when we are stressed out about something, what's happening is cortisol is being released into our body. So in order for us to stop the flow of cortisol, we need to regulate our nervous system. The number one way to regulate our nervous system is through breathing. Just a couple of deep breaths can start to decrease the flow of cortisol that's being released, and it can increase some of the other good chemicals and and hormones. And more than anything, it just calms your nervous system. That oxygen to the brain sends signals out to the rest of the body that we're okay, we're good. Well, breathing, as you know, is is a major pillar of meditation because it acts as the home base. Now, the home base is something, it it could be anything. It could be you rubbing your fingers together and noticing the ridges. You could even use a visual home base just by noticing an object in front of you. You can use sound. But the breath is a very easy way to anchor yourself into this moment because all you're doing is noticing either your stomach going up and down or you're drawing your attention to the feeling of the air going in and out of your nostrils. And so you're focused on your breathing. You you are increasing your breath cycles so that you're getting the oxygen to your brain, which then sends the good signals to your body. And all of this helps you to not only calm down, but also to de-stress. Meditation packs a big punch and it has a ton of different 
benefits that impact various parts of your mental and your physical well-being. And you don't have to do it for that long. Like if you think that you need to sit crisscross applesauce and meditate, focusing on your breath and bringing your thoughts back to your breath and your home base every time, like for 20 minutes sitting up straight. No, you don't. You don't. (laughs) You don't. If you just do it for little spurts throughout the day, even just like one minute, that is helpful. Breathing tells your brain that you are safe. Your brain is wired to send messages out to the rest of the body. And so if you string together a few deep breaths, and if you just sit there and enjoy those nourishing deep breaths, that is the very beginning of a meditation practice. It does not have to be a big grand gesture. Just stopping to consciously take a couple of deep breaths is one way of embracing and focusing on the moment you're in, which helps you to de-stress. Okay, so that's my first tip, meditation. And also make it a small, simple practice. It's helpful and it doesn't have to be like that big of a lift. Okay, second thing that has helped me to to de-stress. Also, this is a mental skill, okay? The reality is that when people say, oh, just let things flow, like that's not easily done. You have to develop that kind of strength. But it is absolutely one of the the key tools that has helped me to keep my stress level really, really low. I've learned to accept and embrace change. That's it. I do not resist the flow of life. If something, you know, comes and throws off my day, I literally have to tell myself, that's okay, no big deal. You'll get to the other stuff or you'll get to what you can. And that's okay too. Staying open and agile gives your mind the space to find solutions quicker. Our days are always going to be full of minor disruptions. You get dressed for the day and maybe you spill coffee on your shirt five minutes before you're supposed to walk out the door. Or you get in the car to leave for work and then you realize that you're almost on E and you have to get gas. Or you forget you have a meeting, you end up five minutes late. I mean, there are all of these different things, right? But... While our instinct could be, like our first instinct could be like to beat ourselves up over these hiccups, in that moment, you just have to take a beat and remind yourself that beating yourself up for this stuff or getting frustrated or, or, or staying stuck in an unhealthy thought cycle is literally a waste of precious time and energy. Like all of these little hiccups that come, just let them flow. Here's the thing. It could be worse. It absolutely could be worse in most of these minor disruptions that I'm talking about. I'm not talking about big trauma. I'm talking about these daily disruptions that usually pile up and then they just like bleed out into the rest of our day because we're just, we're so stressed It's and it becomes all consuming. And then we feel so offended by every little thing. Let it flow. Let it flow. Okay, I promise you that these little five minutes that you lose, it is a minor glitch in your day and probably other people's day if we're talking about like running late to something, right? Or 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 forgetting to to start dinner, whatever. I'm just saying that these minor disruptions do not need to be a big focal point. If you let them pile up, that creates more stress. If you let them flow then you'll be able to get to the next good moment quicker. All right, 
That's the second one. I accept. I embrace any changes or disruptions. I do not resist the flow of life, even when it's a hiccup. I'm just like, okay, let me deal with this and let me move on, right? Now, this last one, at first it felt quite hard because again, I think for a long time, I was putting myself on the back burner. If you can relate to that, cool. You're gonna really relate to this this third one. But when you think about de-stressing, it's not just about eliminating any big emotions. It's also about like bringing in the good ones. You know, the good ones that last for a while that you can think back to, that you can savor. And so that's why number three, it was hard at first, but now I don't go a day without this. Do something relaxing for at least 30 minutes every day. If you could take uh, an hour out of your day without doing anything, what would that be? If you could just take 30 minutes out of your day and do anything, what would it be? Would you take a walk out in nature? Would you color? Read a good book? Maybe try and cook a new dish? It's okay if you say, I would like to watch puppy videos on TikTok. That's okay. (laughs) This is a judgment-free zone. I'm here to tell you that you need to take that time out every day for the things that bring you joy and allow you to relax. You deserve a break from your go, 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 go life. We all do. And it's important for our mind and for our body. So really what I'm saying is let's normalize rest. The first few times that you do this, I guarantee you're going to feel a twinge of guilt. (laughs) Again, I don't know why. I don't know why. But we are reframing that thought. Because initially what comes up, and I remember this was for me, I'm just thinking about all the other things that I could do or I should be doing during that time, right? Or I, I might even like be like, okay, well, this was great. I'll try to get back to that again. But I don't actually make it a recurring thing. I went through that. So I'm telling you, those are normal responses to this. But you got to push through those feelings and keep making time for yourself. And I don't mean once in a while. I mean every single day. If you feel guilty while taking, you know, 30 minutes or or an hour to yourself, that just means that you're not doing it enough. (laughs) And you need to lean into that feeling and remind yourself that you're building a daily routine that is good for your total well-being, that is good for your mental wellness. It is it's called being restful. It's not lazy. (laughs) Our bodies and our brains, they need to recover. And so let's normalize rest. It's productive and it's necessary, especially if you want to show up as your best self. So these are my three little tips that I've built into my life. I mean, it came from, you know, the the stress of being a single parent, but now I, I really... I don't feel that, not that, I shouldn't say I don't feel it that often anymore. Sure, I have those moments where I feel it. Absolutely, I've had moments where I'm like, I just don't have another good decision in me. I need to cry this out. Or maybe I yell into a pillow. Like, yes, okay, we all have that. But I've learned to build other habits into my life. And and these are just a couple of remedies that they actually have one thing in common. It's about being more mindful. Yep. If we are more mindful, and actually throughout most of our day, if we're more mindful, which means like we're living in the present moment, just doing that alone, 
There's like decades of research at medical centers all over the world that shows like mindfulness can positively and profoundly affect our ability to reduce stress. And that then turns into reducing other illnesses or medical symptoms and pain or ailments or all that stuff that comes from an overwhelm of stress. So if we do this, if we become more mindful in life, then we learn to live more fully. And I don't know about you, but that's that's my goal. That That's actually why even with this show, I'm like just sharing little details, right? Small shifts that have helped me live more fully that my guests are sharing about, you know, how it has impacted their lives and now is impacting other lives through their work. Just how can you be more mindful of how you're living? So I hope you start today. If you like any of those three, go ahead and pick one. But other than that, like what other restful activity can you do and enjoy for 30 minutes today? I hope you do that and you take that time because you deserve it. I'll see you in the next episode. This has been In the Details. If you like the show, tell a friend. For more shows like this, go to success.com slash podcasts.